It is 28 to 2 on 5AA. Well, let's have a look at a beautiful spot. I've, I've driven through there, Maiponga, lovely town in the southern vales of um, Adelaide there on the way to Victor Harbour maybe or Yankalilla, whichever way you tend to go. Obviously, it's not the, the short way to Victor, but you can drive through there and it is lovely. The reservoir, when you see it, just takes your breath away as you come up the hills around the coast and suddenly you're in the, the sort of inland part, if you like, and you see the reservoir. It is just magnificent, but it is open for the public, which is tremendous and from SA Water um, we have Tara Hagi who is here in the studio and Tara good afternoon to you we've got Kate Henning as well from uh, a local brewery up there a small brewery Smiling Samoy Brewery and uh, you're on the banks of the reservoir um, um, Kate so that is uh, wonderful as well but Tara let's start with you the the reservoir there what is the thinking behind this why is it open to the public now it's part of a state government initiative um, to provide more open space basically for people to enjoy get outdoors explore Mm. nature Um, it also has some really good benefits I guess from a water quality perspective in terms of it connects people to where their drinking water comes from so there's some really nice messaging around getting people out and about getting them away from screens getting kids and families out enjoying the great outdoors in some spaces they haven't been able to traditionally so it's a different asset it's Mm. a different opportunity for people but it also boosts sort of local economic benefits as well and opening up some spaces that um, perhaps have been closed in the past where like my Ponga people possibly have just driven through yes this is a spot where now they can stop they can enjoy they can take advantage of some of the local attractions as well what's there for people to do um, the reserve itself is open for walking, uh, cycling, picnicking. Uh, there's a number of scenic lookouts and other sorts of activities around that you can enjoy bird watching and those sorts of things. But it's really a chance for people to get into the town, um, spend some time at the reservoir, but then also spend some time in the town exploring the town and exploring mm. things like the, the local breweries and the local coffee shops and things. All right, let's segue over then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Kate, the brewery there. Now, it's that uh, you've established that with your your hubby. So why my ponga? What made that so special? Um, well, obviously the views of the reservoir mm. were a fantastic selling point, and um, we took over the site just over six years ago. Have been brewing for five and a half years, and people have definitely enjoyed coming down and seeing the beautiful views over the reservoir. Um, and we constantly asked if people could go in there so it's great to finally be able to tell them that they can okay is the entrance near your um brewery are you yeah it's probably of... about five meters oh. away <laughs> that's pretty close <laughs> that's pretty close you can stagger in so um it's only been what the reservoir's only been open a short while what a month or so I not think? even that uh 14th yeah. of april was okay. the, the first day it opened so just before the school holidays to try and capitalize on when people are out and about yeah um and we've seen fantastic numbers even on the first day that we had sort of 2,500 people really? come through and we've had several hundred people every week um, since then. So yeah, okay. it's been really popular. Have you seen that, Kate? Has it led to an increase of people coming it through? It has been a massively busy April. It's actually been our, um, I believe, it, even though we haven't finished April, it'll be our busiest month on record. Mm. Um, and usually the summer summer school holidays is our busiest time. So um, I think it's fair to say that it's definitely had a fairly significant impact on our business so far. That is brilliant. So, Tara, we, we know Thorndon Park. I'm imagining it's a similar sort of setup. This is the one at Paradise or that vicinity up there in the, the northeast. But uh, are we talking a similar sort of thing? It's not dissimilar. So similar to Thorndon Park, people can go there and walk and picnic and those sorts of things. Um, Maponga Reservoir has 
some slightly longer walking trails and things than what you'd be able to explore at Thornton Park. That's mm. more of a picnic um, green setting. We've got some more natural bushland plus oh, yeah. some forestry land that you can explore. Um, every site's obviously different, and as we move through different reservoirs to open, each will have its own unique sort of environmental and values. So mm. it really, we've, what we've tried to do in planning it is capitalise on the types of activities you can do there that take advantage of the local conditions and the site. So... Not dissimilar, but yeah. it's, a, its own special values as well. Now, what about the water quality? If you're letting people go down to the reservoir, can they get to the water? And does that raise issues about you know protecting the water? Essentially, yeah, water quality has been really key in the planning of yeah. this whole initiative, making sure that we continue to protect the water quality supply, and that's really driven what activities you can do and where you can do them. So, there was—we've um, worked really closely with SA Health in de- de- determining what activities, um, and that's really led to the walking and the cycling. Um, you can get fairly close with some of the lookouts and they, they are situated in areas where, you know, take a book and you can read and just enjoy those vistas. Um, water quality is paramount and that's sort of why some activities like fishing and those sorts of things haven't been allowed in the first stage, but there's mm. certainly opportunities that we're looking at as further stages to actually expand access as we better understand that, um, what people do and how they behave. And So there are fish in it? There are fish in it, I believe. Um, and we're drinking it. We drink it. <laughs> fish are actually really good for water quality. Oh, they? Um, yeah. they help keep the water quality moving. They, they create an ecosystem, basically, mm. in, in the reservoir. So fish are good in terms of water quality as long as you've got the right fish. Oh, really? So yeah. what's in there? I think there's redfin in there. Um, there's yeah. probably <laughs> Some of the other reservoirs, like Warren, uh, have been stocked with other species that are probably a little bit more palatable for fishing, um, and that might be looked at in the future as well. This is a staged opening as well. So we're certainly looking at expanding and providing additional access over the coming few years too. I I know when um, the big one, Kangaroo Creek, was drained and Bachelor Bridge down the bottom was visible, what's that, two years ago, I think. Yeah, almost. And Mm. the carp... They showed us... I went up there for a press conference and the carp that had been pulled out of it... There were tons and I tons know. And tons it's unreal. Of carp, yeah. So how did it... Well, through the Murray, obviously, the in Murray. the pipes. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they come in as tiny little baby yeah, right. and then grow up. They, it's perfect habitat for them. Big water body, um, fairly wow. undisturbed. People don't fish there. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe they should. <laughs> Maybe. No-one wants to fish for carp, though. No, that's true. That's absolutely true. But there they are. So what are the uh, are the opportunities, then, for Kangaroo Creek and other reservoirs? Is this something you're hoping to stretch out around the, the state? Yeah, absolutely. There's a whole range of our reservoirs that are on the list for opening. We already have some activities that you can do at some of the reservoirs. So mm. Warren, I've already mentioned, you can go fishing at. Um, Bundalir as well in the state's mid-north. Um, Mount Bold is a really popular scenic lookout location already, but we're looking at for all of those expanding access. Um, I think there's 16 reservoirs on the list to be opened, um, and it'll be done in a staged way to look at what opportunities can be done at each of them and providing different types of activities at different reservoirs as well. So it won't be the same types of things that you can do. So some will be looking at more on-based um like kayaking mm. and fishing, um, certainly the ones up around the Barossa, we're looking at those sorts of opportunities. Again, it's very much driven through making sure we're protecting the water quality um, and making sure the activities you do align with what will ensure the safe drinking water. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, well, that's very important, obviously. Kate, back to, to you there in the business in Maiponga. What's the local business community think about all this? Everyone on the same page? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we have... Uh, a bakery and a general store as well as the brewery. We're all seven days a week. Mm. Bakery and the general store open a bit earlier than the brewery. Um, but, yeah, you can come and get lunch and you know, grab 
grab something to take and have a picnic in the reservoir from the general store or the bakery or go for a walk and then have a well-deserved beer with us or a wood oven pizza with us afterwards. Nice. So you do the pizza too. That's good to know. Must say about the smiling Samoyed, I was just saying during the break, I've emceed the uh, the beer and cider awards at the Royal Adelaide Show, I think, for the well, ever since they restarted them. Um, must be nine years or so now, and the smiling Samoyed always comes up as either um, a an entry or a winner or runner-up or whatever it might be, which is obviously good to know. But um, the, the fact that you're there, I mean, I just find that bizarre that you've selected my ponga and, and there you are in the middle of the sort of southern vales just having a brewery running. Uh, are there many around there? There, there are, and are they? they're growing all the time. So yeah. there's another another brewery that's opened up um, down on the beautiful Flurio Coast down mm. um, at Karakalinga, Fork Tree Brewing. Okay. Um, so they've been open since oh, just before Christmas, I think. Um, and then, yeah, we've got a bunch of them in McLaren Vale and Wollonga as well. So you can make a bit of a brewery trail through the area now. That is brilliant. Okay. And walk it all off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a good idea too. So there you go. All right, if you've got questions for the ladies on my Ponga Reservoir, maybe there's a reservoir in your neck of the woods that you'd love to see open. This is your chance, 8223 0000. We will take a quick break and uh, we'll be back for more. I might get some details about the how big my Ponga is because just looking at it, and I've only, I haven't been into the park, into the reservoir, but it looks massive, but we'll find out. We'll ask that question after the break. And your questions too, 8223 0000. Catch Crow's Star Brothers, Matt and Brad Crouch, each week on the 5AA Sports Show. Crouch eyes off the goal. If you want the place, Thanks to Adelaide Tools. Big job, small job, any job. See Adelaide Tools. And get it done. The Officeworks Workwise Hub is an invaluable tool for your business with free articles, videos, podcasts and advice. Visit today at officeworks.com.au forward slash workwise. Officeworks, helping you make bigger things happen. North Point Toyota are passionate about supporting local communities. One organisation they support is Girl Guides SA. CEO Kerry Ackermans tells us more. The support we receive from North Point Toyota is so important, they supply us with a RAV4, allowing us to visit our campsites and units around the state, empowering girls and young women to grow into confident, self-respecting community members. North Point Toyota supporting local community, it's the North Point way. Hillcrest Prospect, Jebs Cross and Port Augusta. Now, at Medimart Superstores, you won't find vitamins or hair and beauty products. Medimart Superstores only sell medical products to help keep you moving and to make life easier. The range and advice you'll get is really extraordinary, from mobility scooters and special aids to hearing aids, from shower chairs to wheelchairs, orthopaedic shoes, compression braces, CPAP therapy, and much, much more, including free in-store hearing tests. Just book in, have it done. It's that easy. Medimart Superstores also have a wide selection of true life breast prosthesis and uh, prosthetics as well, including bras and wigs in many styles and colours. It's all about helping you look good, feel good. Medimart Superstores, whatever you need, when you need it, at everyday low prices. You'll find them at Brighton, Elizabeth and Ranella. Visit medimart.net.au. The countdown is on. You have less than two weeks until the early bird deadline in the hospital research home lottery. 
Don't miss your chance to win a Mercedes-Benz AMG GT. Plus, your ticket will be entered to win the $3 million grand prize featuring a Scott Salisbury home at Glenelg North and $1 million cash. Proceeds support patient care and research in South Australia's hospitals. Get your tickets now. Visit homelottery.com.au. Licence M13636. You're in your 60s. You've worked all your life. Now, instead of breathing a sigh of relief, you're scrambling. Retirement doesn't have to be this way. Talk to Bob at Reverse Mortgage Specialists. Release the living power in your home with a reverse mortgage. It's safe, responsible. Legislation means you can't lose your home, but you will lose that weight on your shoulders. Call Reverse Mortgage Specialists today on 833-1455. If you've been diagnosed with glaucoma or macular degeneration, remember the Royal Society for the Blind is here to help you with the everyday. From orientation and mobility training to low vision aids, talking products and adaptive technology, including strategies to help you complete tasks like choosing clothing and cooking or maximising lighting within your home or workplace. If you have MACD or glaucoma, call the RSB. We'll help with the everyday. Call 1-300-944-306. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. This is Matthew Pantelis. It is a quarter to two on 5AA in the studio with me from SA Water. There's uh, Tara Hagi, who is the person in charge of the uh, community reservoir scheme that SA Water have underway. And Kate Henning as well from Smiling Samoyed Brewery, which is in Maiponga. We're talking Maiponga because this uh, reservoir has opened to the public. And Tara, how big is it? It looks like a heck of a lot of water in there. Yeah, there's about... uh... 27 billion litres wow. of water. Um, it, do, it is a reservoir that fluctuates. It's a working reservoir, so the level does go up and down um, through the year. And you At guys the moment, control that. You, you control that, don't you? Pipe in water from elsewhere and fill it up or My not? My ponga is purely catchment. Is it really? So it's only water that falls in the local catchment. Okay. Um, which does present some interesting challenges because it's a very dairy agricultural color yeah. challenge. Um, but, yeah, it's all treated um, through the treatment plant there before it supplies about 37,000 customers in the Southern Vales and Flurio Peninsula. Okay. Do farmers have access to it for, for their um, stock or, or, or crops? No, no, most of the reservoir land around the um, reservoir itself is kept as buffer, mm. um, which is why this initiative is so interesting and different in that actually we're now letting people in to explore and yeah. use this site as well as preserving the water quality at the same time. So, How much land around it? It's about 154 hectares. Wow, so okay. Whatever that is in the old acreage scale, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. know. But yeah, it's a, a it's a fairly large land parcel and it's a mixture of ten, tenures as well. So it's got some remnant native vegetation, um, a fair portion of part of the reservoir's forestry managed mm. land. So it's pine forest, um, all working pine forest. So. I looked at it on Google Map. It must have been around the time it opened when I saw the media release come out on it. And it's just, you look at it there, it's enormous. It's just it enormous, like so long. It's one it? of the sites, I think. Compared to a lot of our other reservoir sites as well, it's almost a little bit of Europe or mm. Canada, possibly, um, particularly with the pine forests and yeah. the poplars. It's, and in the winter, I can imagine, you know, summer's going to be beautiful as well, but wintertime with the mists and things, it's going to be really stunning as a site um, to go and explore. So Absolutely. So, Kate, the uh, you're talking about, you know, the, the, the baker and everything else in my pine I mean, it's not a big place, but do you expect it will grow? Do you all get together over a pizza, uh, one of your wood oven pizzas, and talk about, you know, the, the future of the town and what this sort of 
tourism-led little boost might mean. And we do have a little progress association yeah. in the town. We also have a really fantastic um, local council who is very willing to talk about yeah, any ideas for the future. Um, so, yeah, even before the reservoir was open to the public, mm. the um, the council had a little portion of land that they'd leased from SA Water to yeah give us a little bit of access to the reservoir. Um, that's been fantastic. So we've already had a wedding down on that little oh, nice. piece of land as well. Um, so, yeah, it's... A, it's a really lovely town and, yeah, everyone gets on really well. And What, plans for traffic lights or anything <laughs> like that? I, I hope not. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hope not. Oh, the support from the local community and the business community down in Maiponga I think has been unprecedented. The, num- the amount of um, input that they've had through mm. this process of planning and opening the reservoir has been fantastic. Um, on the opening day when we had a bit of an event down there, all the... Um, food and whatever was supplied through the local businesses and it was fantastic. I think it was a really great buzz just from mm. having their involvement. How did the town get involved on opening day? What happened there? Um, look, they, they, we had the Progress Association doing a sausage sizzle. Okay. We had a number of food stalls that were catered through the Bowls Club. Um, obviously, the, the Smiling Summer had had some activities in the afternoon and were open on the day as well. So really heavily involved in both the planning but also you know, running the, the opening day and providing some activities and food for the day, catering, basically. That's nice. Okay, that's good. So uh, what are we going to see next? Um, We know Thornton Park, Maiponga now. What's next on your list? Yeah, look, we're starting to planning for some of the uh, reservoirs up north, so around okay. Warren, expanding some access there. That's so already Barossa, in the Barossa, yeah. yeah. So Warren, you could already do some fishing, but we're looking at expanding to walking and hiking, cycling, hiking. That's not <laughs> interesting. That's an interesting <laughs> word. Um, cycling, further hiking, um, possibly linkages up to South Para okay. and other. Um, Gawler? South Gawler? Yeah, it's towards Gawler. Yeah, near okay. Para, we're a conservation oh, yeah, park. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Part of the opportunity that those sites provide is really linking with forestry land, conservation parks, national parks, and providing a whole landscape of activities that you can do mm. from walking, cycling, um, kayaking, some on-water access there is, is certainly being looked at, as well as fishing and expanding those opportunities. So that will provide a precinct of being able to do, basically, if you go down to BCF and want to buy something, you'll be able to do it in that area. So that's pretty okay. exciting moving forward. That is good. Okay, so you might get a BCF (laughs) up at my ponga as well. Hey, slip your headphones on because Rob has rung in from Unley with uh, a question on the uh, my ponga reservoir. Rob, good day. Yes, good afternoon. Yes, so you might have just answered my question. Um, Is the reservoir going to be open to uh, public fishing? It's certainly part of what we're looking at for Stage 2. Um, part of the reason it wasn't open for fishing at, at, in April was, as I said before, the water levels fluctuate and there's not a lot of water in the areas that the shoreline access was provided for. But it's certainly on the cards for the next stage, which we're hoping might be as early as towards the end of this year. So you need rainfall then, don't you? If it's we need a, a bit of rain. Area. So the yeah. next four days are going to be pretty important for us, I think, to try mm. and actually get some water back into the reservoir. Yeah. And we want and to provide fish- some really good fishing experiences and facilities there when we do that. So that's sort of part of the planning for the next phase. The fish that are in the reservoir, are they uh, mainly redfin and trout? I believe so, yeah. Certainly a lot of redfin from studies we've done previously. Populations of trout, not so sure about. But, yeah, it'll be one thing that we'll be keenly interested in in terms of once fishing is allowed, getting some feedback around what's actually there. Redfin is one of the best eating freshwater fish there is anyway. That's interesting. You're not the first person to say that to me. I don't reckon I've ever had it. I've never had it. Uh, they are, I've fished right through the, uh, the Adelaide Hills and dams and um, Mount Bold and, you know, I've fished pretty much anywhere and redfin are the best freshwater 
getting fished there is. There you go. They're probably nice and big in there because they haven't been fished. Mm. Yeah, the big is, big is not better, though. Oh, oh, there you go. Okay. There you go, Rob. I've Sound learned like something you know today. What you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Rob. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Eight double two three double o double o. If you've got a question as well, um, Kate, the my Punga area, beautiful as it is. Now we've got the reservoir, we've got the brewery and the bakery. What else is there to do? Oh, there's so many things to do on the beautiful Flurio Coast. Um, we always find talking to our local visitor information centre, who um, also took our tourism award recently, oh, really? um, is the best place to start to find something that really suits, um, yeah, whatever you're looking to do. But yeah, Fleury Coast, made by nature. There's lots of mm. nature-based things to do that sort of works in with the reservoir as well. So um, down at Deep Creek Conservation Park, there's lots of trails down there to do. Uh, I believe you can do some stand-up paddle boarding down oh, really? at Second Valley now through the caravan park there. Um, and kayaking and yeah there's lots of lots of natural things to do beautiful beach walks mm. um ingalala falls is a pretty easy walk to get to as well um so yeah beautiful day trip from adelaide i stayed at second valley the old um now what was that a mill or something down there yeah leonard's mill leonard's down there mill, that's yeah, right beautiful stayed restaurant there in the 80s, yeah yes can also get our beer there Oh, really? Okay, yes. good to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, Kate, the... Oh, sorry, Tara, the um, the reservoirs now, you've had to do a lot of work, obviously, to make it accessible. Did that impact on the, the sort of nature reserve of the place at all? It was planned really carefully not to. So mm. part of our, I guess, thinking around is to enhance the natural environment and really showcase the beauty of it. So a lot of the trails, we've utilised some of the existing fire tracks and linkages to those, um, picking spots that were relatively clear. What some of the feedback we had was people really value the natural beauty there and the wildlife that they see and the birds that they see. So we've tried to have a really low touch impact um, by you by building things where you know they would naturally sit really nicely in the environment without having a major impact. Mm. Joe has said he's been fishing there for years. Now you're spoiling it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, <How's> it <laughs> what in, can mate? I say? <laughs> I know, don't say anything. Um, somebody else has texted in. Jane, in fact, we were driving through my Ponga two weeks ago, couldn't see the entry to the walking tracks. Can you let us know where we can enter from, please? Love the program. Thank you, Jane. So the entries off... There's two entries. One off Hanson Street, which is the main entry, um, which is right opposite the, the brewery. Mm-hmm. There's another entry which you can access through Main South Road um, and onto East Street, which is probably a sort of secondary entry, more for the locals, I think, but certainly Hanson Street. We are adding some additional signage as well just to point people so they can easily find it in the next couple of weeks, so that will make it much easier for people. OK, good. Dougie at Willunga nearby says, My Ponga, what a great idea. Bring back the music festival as well, but you know who it'll upset the greens <laughs> we actually had music and some local um, musicians on the day and they create, created such a nice ambience they were at a couple of the lookouts and it was beautiful so you know we're certainly looking at opportunities moving forward as well to do more there okay peter from highbury good afternoon hi i'm just curious with opening up these reservoirs and encouraging picnics um are t- public toilets available there are some uh toilets existing opposite or right next to the site um moving forward as visitors numbers increase certainly we'd have a look at whether or not we need to add more toilets and more facilities but there are some already there uh, what about thorndon you know what, what's the situation there thorndon park i don't know it's not actually an sa water site it's managed through the city of campbelltown i believe okay, um, okay. yeah thank you very much 
Thanks, Peter. Thanks for the call. And uh, Rose has emailed in, says, uh, Hi, Matthew and girls, would love to know what has brought this new outlook on having open access to reservoirs. Uh, I always thought that uh, we and they are vulnerable in these times to anyone with bad thoughts. It must be done overseas. And are we following? Is this so? It is done in some places. It's it's done overseas. Look, it's really driven by what the water treatment processes are in terms of what access you can do, and that's why we've been planning this and why it is being really staged. The thinking is really as we get more urbanised, I think, and this is really what drove the the policy commitment, looking for new spaces where people can get out and recreate mm. and enjoy the natural beauty was, you know, people get more in their concrete jungles and um, so it's it's taking on a slightly different train of thought around how do we use these spaces but how do we do it in a way where we do protect water quality and making sure that we're going through the right processes in our planning. Yeah, okay. And Kate, you'd be saying bring it on. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Go and visit and, and have a beer up at the brewery as well at a pizza. I like the sound of that. Must come and visit one day. Hey, thank you both for coming in. It is tremendous. So, Hours of opening before you go, Tara? So is it just basically Monday to Friday? Is it open all across the week? It's all across the week, uh, 7.30am to 5pm this time of the year in the cooler months. Over summer extends from 7.30 to 8pm, so once you get into your daylight saving time. But seven days a week and entry's free, so get down there and have a look. That is pretty good. Is that the plan for the others as well? Pretty much that sort of, more or less, that sort of time? More or less that sort of time. Some of the sites might have slightly different opening hours if they have different experiences there. Um, But, yeah, we'll work through that planning as we move forward. Yeah, it is brilliant. So go and enjoy that. Now, website as well, I guess if you want more details and all that, probably the SA Water website and maybe the Smiling Samoid website as well. It actually has its own website. So, yeah, www.reservoirssa.gov.au. So, um, yeah, jump on that website. That's Mm. got all the details around what you can do, where you can do it, not only at Maiponga but some of the other sites. Um, and opening hours and conditions of access and all that sort of information. Plus it will have upcoming information as we open new sites, so it will be a good one to keep tracking on. That is brilliant. All right. Girls, thank you so much for, for coming in and uh, and explaining all that. And it is good to know. It's just fantastic that uh, these spaces are available and cycling as well and hiking, as you said, or what was it? Hiking. Hiking. So, yeah, I like that. That That is a combination <laughs> of both, and that re- works really well. Uh, Tara Hagi from SA Water and Kate Henning from uh, the Smiling Samoid Brewery at my Thank you both very much for popping in. And uh, the number here, of course, if you'd like to comment on that throughout the rest of the show, 8223-0000 it is, and you can call that. We have news coming up at 2 o'clock on the other side of that. Dr Derek.